feel like we just recorded a few days ago, but there's a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> Honestly, this week flew since the last episode. <laughs> yeah, the, the time in between when we were here last and now. Though we are recording this on Tuesday um, because... I have a hair appointment tomorrow, and I don't know how long it's going to take, you know? Going blonde is annoying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going blonde again. Um, Fucking excited. I'm summer excited. vibes. Ordered some new summer clothes. Getting your hair. You got uh, your summer fragrance. Oh, my God. Finally. Just also uh, <laughs> just talk about all the things that those... Um, Laneige lip things that you got Oh my god, yeah. No, I have been like just this summer, like we knew that we were going to be like coming into some money and we knew that like we were going to be spending most of it. Well, first of all, we paid off like several debts. (laughs) Yes. Which has been incredible. And then we've obviously been getting a lot of our furniture for our apartment, which like some of it's starting to trickle in, which is really (laughs) exciting. Who knew that ordering actual, like, real furniture takes forever for oh, to get does. here? Oh, it does. Like, it's nothing majorly large has shown up. Like, we've gotten, like, bedding. It's not going to show up for a while, either. Yeah, like, shower <laughs> curtains are arriving and things like that. But, like, you know, the big stuff hasn't gotten here yet, which is, like, I'm so ready for our bed. Like, I would say that's the most... Well, I mean, of course, like, we got a couch and a coffee table, like, a couple weeks ago or whatever. But we bought those in person, so we didn't have to have them shipped. Yeah. But, like, fuck, I just cannot wait for our bed and also our buffet slash credenza thing for the dining room. And our dining table. Yeah, the dining room furniture in general because, like, right now we don't have a lot of space for our, like, plates and cups and things like that. So when we get that buffet, that'll, like, make our lives so much better, man. This is a home decor (laughs) with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And we've just been, like, getting shit done. Getting that summer look together. I got my hair cut, and it's actually a cut that like, you like. I like it. This was a couple weeks ago. It's not new, but yeah. like I've just been loving it, and I got some new clothes too. Because Chris literally never buys clothes. He's been wearing the same like. I suffer through July and August with jeans. I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, and you like, know, that's what I do. Not enough lightweight tops. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so he finally got, like, a whole new, like, spring-summer wardrobe, which, like, has literally been needed since four years ago. Since forever. (laughs) Like, literally, like, half the shit in his closet is stuff that he was wearing in college. And it's like, of course there's going to be things. Like, I I still wear things that I had in college that are, like, in good quality or whatever. But, like, your entire – you just – no. It's time for you to graduate, boy. Yeah, I know. It needed it needed to graduate. I understand. Yeah. But that's what we've been doing but lately. holy shit. I'm um, just, like, ready for everything to get here, man. I know. Yeah, I'm excited about my hair because, like, I was blonde for a little while there, and it was really cute. Then I started doing some, like, funky colors just to be fun. And then I got annoyed with how often you have to, like, keep up with doing, like, you know, a pastel pink or whatever. And so I just had my hairstylist at the time, like, just go back to my natural hair color, which, like, is pretty much, like, I would say a very, very light brown, if not, like, very dark blonde. You know what I mean? So there's not much for her to lift. And she's already got, like, I already have, like, a bunch of highlights right now. So I'm just, like, please get me to, I have, like, a photo of, like, what my hair looked like a little while ago, which, like, of course... In that photo, it took me forever to get there because I was going from, like, <laughs> vampire red. So, like, I don't think it's going to be near. I think we're going to be able to no, knock I it out. No, I think it's going to be 
totally fine. That's one. And then between that and your bangs have grown out a decent amount. Yeah, now, finally. You know? so. And like, I don't go for like a really ashy blonde because I don't know my skin tones. Like, I have like yellow undertones, and I like I look really good with like golds and bronzes and corals and oranges and stuff. So it's like I. I'm not as concerned about, like, getting, like, the tone of my hair to be, like, no yellow. You know, like, those people that, like, hairstylists hate where they're, like, um, I still see yellow or whatever. (laughs) Like, I don't even really use purple shampoo when I go blonde because I don't – a lot of the purple shampoo, by the way, is, like, so drying. I have to find one that, like, doesn't suck. I'll use it, like, maybe once every couple weeks. They smell like old people. They always do. <laughs> Literally, I know That's that you're... my only commentary on that. <laughs> I know you're thinking of the shitty one that you get at Sally's that everyone uses uh, in the back of the day. Fuck, I fuck. forgot what it's called. Yeah. You know what I'm talking Shimmer about. Shimmer Yeah. yeah. How the fuck did I know that? <laughs> that one smells like shit. But I've used like several other ones and they all smell... There's something in that purple substance that just... They must have to What is it with the color purple that smells interesting no it just must be that like they have to mask it like with a lot of fragrance but yeah. they don't i guess like normal like kind of shampoo-y scents that are fucking pleasant are not enough to you mask gotta get it. those chemicals in there real good so they yeah. gotta use like grandma's potpourri that you fucking dusted <laughs> off from the back of her closet to make it smell okay it's a time who knows i don't wash my hair often enough to be like dedicated to purple shampoo anyway no but no. Whatever. So hopefully that goes well tomorrow. I hate, I must say, like, doing stuff like that. It's like, I'm so pumped afterwards when I have, like, the hair. But I'm nothing to me. And I love my stylist, especially if her pug is there, man. I'll be living. But nothing is more boring to me than, like, having to be at the salon for, like, the whole day getting, like, a large thing done to your hair. And, like, I know you've never had to deal with this because, like, you just get, like, a short Which haircut. I get tired. I Getting my haircut is, like, one of the things that I loathe doing because I'm just sitting there It's small talk. With small talk and, like... True. I didn't even think about that. I'm going to have my glasses off. I just... I don't enjoy... I'm there for, like, 45 minutes, an hour at that tops. Like, and so I can't imagine... It's just a lot of small talk. Yeah. And I I'm get, not interesting enough for that kind of small no, talk. No, I'm not either. Like, <laughs> I always don't know what to do. So I'm just like, how about that weather? Classics. <laughs> how are things going? But, like, my stylist is really cool. Like, I really like her, and she's really, like, fun to talk to. But, like, I just sometimes, I'm just like, I just want to take a nap here while this stuff is setting on my head Wake or whatever. Wake me up, you know, in two hours when, you when you're done. you have to wash this out. Like, yeah. Coloplex me. Just douse me, honestly. That's good. I know. That's why, like usually i don't get my hair done that often like i'm that bitch that like really should be getting her hair cut more often (laughs) and then i don't and then they're like whoa what the fuck but now that i've been like doing funky shit to my hair that i've been like in more often but seriously after this blonde i'm taking a fucking break for the rest of summer and i probably won't get it freshened up again until like fall I'm Maybe just like it, late, and then I'll August get a snip again, or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. I'll get a little trim because I, I kind of want to keep my hair short for a while. I usually like grow my hair out for the winter. I don't know why. I'm like, oh, my neck's gonna be cold, honey. Get a scarf. <laughs> I think it'll be cute this year to like have I don't know short just hair. It, just let it grow. Like have it short in the fall time. Let it grow a little bit throughout the winter time. You know. I don't even know. I, don't, I, don't I kind of want to keep like, it short. I like grew out my hair accidentally because i had short I mean, my, hair for a my while my hair is fucking short all winter long i'm fine 
Well, like, what, <laughs> true. When I moved to Seattle, like, four years ago, by the way, our four-year anniversary of moving to Seattle is coming up. So, yeah. that's pretty cool. It's fucking, like, guys got a clock us if we're wrong. We're already forgetting. It's it's the 7th, I'm it's telling June you. June 7th. It's June 7th. I'm always like, is it the 6th or the 7th? Because we had another friend move to Seattle also the same weekend, like, a year later. So, now I get confused with their date. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, when we moved, I had, like, really, really long hair that I grew out in college that I was just, like, from depression. Literally. <laughs> I was just too lazy to get my hair done. And after, like, I hated getting my hair done in Lancaster because there was, like, no places to go. Yeah, yeah, that was the infamous, uh, what the fuck? The ombre. The ombre, that's the like di- Yeah, uh, the infamous ombre. Uh. And so my hair was, like, really long in the, for a while in Seattle. And then I came out, and I, it was, like, it was right before I came out. You get I, this I got straight the, hair off of me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did the bye bob, like, a month before I came out. And so, like... Then I was like, okay, this is real. This is me. Like, I was like, this is going to be it. And then I've had it short, like, the whole time I've lived here, except for, like, this last year where I was just, like, in going from red to blonde or whatever. I was like, I don't want to, like, cut it for whatever reason. I don't know. I was just, like, letting it do its thing. And, like, honestly, like, it was a look. But <laughs> it's so – you know how much shampoo – because I don't know if you guys know, I have extremely thick hair. I think I look like I manage it pretty well, but that shit is like every stylist I go to is like, holy crap, you have so much hair, which like is a blessing. Like I'm, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh my God, my hair's so thick. It's a nightmare. Like I know that it's a nightmare, but like also I'd rather have it be hella thick, I I'd guess. I'd rather this nightmare, which yeah. my hair is not thin either. Like I got a decent amount up there. Yeah. It's just your th- hair is like, you have a lot of hair, but it's just straight ish if it it doesn't if, have much like natural if it's curl humid to it. like my twitter icon right now you see the the curls that are in my hair there it's because it was humid as fuck that day and i had long hair and it just happened and you, you love know? that waste that way wave spray though yeah i know that i was, shit I was enjoying that look while i was too lazy to get my hair cut you know, yeah it was great. that was definitely a product of <laughs> that that's good um so uh we have coffee we're drinking it uh we changed it up this is trader joe's we went back to Trader Joe's. Uh, fuck you, Starbucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is the Fair Trade Organic Bolivian Blend. It's medium dark with sweet caramel flavors and a medium body. Chris totally made it way too weak this week. Yeah, I didn't put enough grounds in it. Sorry, guys. So I'm, like, struggling uh, I'm over here. I'm going to fall asleep halfway through. Uh, and also, somebody else provided me with a fact. Thank Ooh. God. Um, it's a caffeine fact, so not exactly coffee, but whatever. Um and they said that caffeine is used in the NICU for newborn babies to increase their heart rate. Whoa. Interesting. So all that caffeine from the decaf like that they draw out is not just going to soda, also going to help babies. That's interesting. I never knew I'm that. I'm going to go back, buy a bag of decaf right now. Okay. You know, that's what I can do to help out. You know, <laughs> it is so true. <laughs> So that makes a lot of sense in this time that has passed since our last episode. We've also decided like, hey, that thing we used to do where we played games on the Internet. Why don't we try doing that again? I don't literally even know what got into us. We were like, let's just stream. Let's just do it. And it was so we're, cute. We're, we're settled here in this place. And we're just like feeling the vibe of wanting to do it. Everybody's talking about streaming Detroit. And so we were like, let's just stream something. Had a ton of technical issues, but I think we got ourselves sorted now. And Hopefully. we had a lot of fun playing some 
Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Oh my god, just showing how dumb we are. Yeah. But really. like our goal is right now we just have like kind of a MacGyvered setup that will work. I figured for out PS4. how to use the podcast mics for audio but it only works on like the playstation 4 which sucks and is very limiting however we are looking into getting a capture card so that way we could use not only the xbox and our playstation also the wii u and the steam link that we have yeah so we could play fucking nancy drew finally on a stream slash any other game that we have on steam so i mean anybody out there that does this has suggestions on that kind of capture card uh, let us know not for like a pc like the separate unit because we don't have a pc yeah that's but, our uh, only issue is like you kind of need a computer to run all this shit through and i have a mac and we're not trying to use that because it's like across so, the room from where we would be doing it and chris has just like a work laptop that's a pc that we don't really want to use so i can't put anything into it that's for sure we might but, have like, to get one <laughs> which i'm not really like it's like i want to invest in this stuff because it's fun but like we don't we also like don't want it to be more than like just a hobby yeah like realistically with both of our jobs and what we do during our lives the podcast itself i don't think we could do it more than like once a week that's what we were like planning on doing if we decided and then to like make if we have a weekend regular, yeah that we're like not going out and doing stuff yeah anytime like one day and then like if we're feeling fancy yeah because like i'm sure like in the winter when like the weather is shitty like we're not going to be like out do- we're doing a lot like we pretty much have like almost every weekend booked right now for like yeah. all the nice season in seattle which is a fucking shocking change of events i know but like we'll see we'll see but, but we it- want to do it yeah, and then we'll get a switch. We, we have so much fun, guys. Like, we have a blast. I especially just love playing, like, stupid story games. Like, somebody said that, like, us playing The Park, which was, like, a really shitty, like, walk-through, like, horror game. It was, like, game. one of the worst games I've ever played, like, but it was they, so fun. They enjoyed, that was, like, their favorite stream because we just had so many stupid jokes and it we made like, it was funny. We that was one of my time. favorite dreams like, too. Yeah, so I want to find more things like that. It's just a blast to have those kind of things. Uh, but speaking of not shitty story games, we have been playing Detroit. We just started. Yes, so it's, uh, Westworld, but not in the Wild West. But they've been working on this game since like 2012. Yeah, no. So they, it's not like you know they like saw Westworld like let's make that a game. It's just you know? wild because like the very opening sequence where you're like kind of just adjusting your console to your monitor and everything, it had like that opening of like it had like welcome a, to Westworld yeah, kind of a vibe. It's like a, a female android that was like introducing you to the world and stuff. I was like, wow. So I'm walking in. Where, where am I picking up my white or my black hat? You know? Yeah, it was a little like it was funny though, but. I remember them, like, I remember seeing a trailer or teaser or whatever for this, like, several E3s ago, because I, like, love Jesse Williams. So I was like, cool, he's doing acting, voice acting, and capture for it. So I was, like, really excited about it, and now it's finally out, and it's, like, you're playing as several different people. I don't want to give too much away. We're not really that deep into it yet. We're just kind of getting, like, the beginning. We've only done, like, what, like, four chapters, maybe? Yeah. Because they're separated say, by chapter. Like, if you guys are into, like, you know, Life is Strange, Until Dawn, things like that, where, like, especially Until Dawn is a good comparison where, like, the ending is greatly affected by the choices that you make throughout. Like, Telltale games are pretty shit at, like, changing the endings. Yeah. But, like, Until Dawn was really good. You had a lot of different endings in that game. Apparently, there's, like, several 
several, several, several endings that you can get. And yeah. there's like each chapter itself, like they, they show you a flow chart of all of your actions that you did and how you could have done things differently. And like, what you didn't, what storylines you didn't get because so you didn't do certain there's, things. There's different ways you can end each chapter and then those have effects down the line. And honestly, it's a beautiful game. The graphics, graphics. are insane. The voice acting, the the acting acting like the the capture like it's, it's one of those great. rare games where like so you're used to seeing really incredible at least nowadays like you're used to seeing incredibly crisp graphics in the cutscenes. yeah but then the regular gameplay is just not as crisp it's one of those games where like the actual gameplay is just as high definition as the cutscenes, and they do like crazy like camera tilt shift and like focus and like it's just honestly very beautiful yeah, it's really really good if you have a ps4 absolutely yeah, it's on I, PS4 al- only, right? I already recommend it and you know with the whole twitch thing like we're playing through it once right now because like with games like this that are good actually we, we like to play through it once on our own just like get through see the story and everything but then we're gonna go back since there's so many outcomes we're gonna play it again yeah on stream because when we're on stream, we, like, don't pay attention as often to, it's like, storylines. It's hard to absorb as much. Because you're also entertaining. Yeah. And then I think once we finish that, then we could do Until Dawn again. Because that was, I want that to. was so fun. And I want to try and not kill the people that I accidentally killed if last time. If you kill time. that dude again, <laughs> it was, like, the deer. Uh, and he like fell yeah, off a cliff, yeah, and there's like no one ever got this outcome. Yeah. Every uh, every so, comment. I, I'm proud of that though, because then I gave everybody a unique experience. People listen. were literally commenting like, "I've watched like ten different Twitch streams of this game, and I've never seen <laughs> these scenes that you've gotten." So I mean, it was. I am here to provide. Plus, I just want to see my alter ego, the other Chris, just oh, be, God. go to the bone zone again. <laughs> I just want to see Hayden Penetier again and also rami malik be yep. like a wild boy <laughs> um but anyway so, so we're playing uh, that we're not very far in we're excited yeah. to keep going we we'll can, we're update. already recommending it even though we haven't even gotten to the ending like what if the ending like completely disappoints us <laughs> um, i i don't think but there's like 800 different endings so like i guess you can't really be disappointed which is like very smart for games like this because like you have these story games like firewatch and i'm trying to think like gone home virginia those kinds of games where it's like either choices being made things like that with, with like firewatch and stuff like there there's like two categories there's like the story based decision based story games which is like the telltales and the, and then the walking and the, the, the detroits and then the walking simulators which i hate that name but i guess so it, much more than a it's walk. so demeaning of it but like virginia that was a very fun game with that we no played. dialogue there was no dialogue but it's told a beautiful story it's i loved so it so much and then you have like the park is technically a walking simulator which was shitty but was like it was fun like chad the fucking squirrel he was great oh my god the squirrel uh, I and forgot. like firewatch and i don't know if um campo santo who is the developer of firewatch their like egypt game that's coming out like i don't know if that's also a walking simulator as well i have a feeling it's gonna be but, like one linear story but we'll see yeah we'll see what happens i feel like it might be a little bit more detailed but i feel like with games like that it's like so smart for them to take this like detroit until dawn route where it gives the game longevity. Like, you're spending 60 fucking dollars on a game, you know. it's The other get- games that are probably a little bit less expensive, it's almost like you're buying, like, a really long movie and you're just playing through this movie and you're yeah. doing it yourself. But it's yeah. like, with this game, like, because, first of all, it's already, like, 10 to 12 hours of gameplay just to do it once. And that's if you, like, 
don't take your sweet ass time like us. Yeah. And then also if you're playing it several times to like unlock every possible outcome, like it just gives you like more bang for your buck and the longevity of the game. Like I just feel like it's smart to do it this way. It's fun. I I will absolutely love to see what choices we make the second time around. What things we do get to see, what things we don't get to see, like what things do we fuck up like when yeah. we play it on I think stream. we should really go out of our way to pick completely different choices the second gameplay. And there was like things that we're doing now that like we unintentionally missed. And so I think of like the very first scene. There's a lot of things that we unintentionally did that I would now yeah, know. Yeah, because we dilly dallied. Yeah, we would change it around, but because uh, we like we take our sweet time when we're playing games like this. Like we walk and the game observe did not want everything. You to do that. But they were like every second is wasted right now, and then yeah, it was yeah. a mess. But um, uh, I don't like time limits in games at all. No, I me hate neither. time I limits. I hate time trials and stuff. Yes, I hate when you have to complete a game by doing like a series of time travels, travels, trials. Travels. You know, but uh, twitch.tv slash coffee with Rachel is where we'll be doing this stuff and we'll tweet about it on our coffee with Rachel Twitter or personal Twitters. We'll just tweet out whenever. For right now, we're not doing any scheduled or anything. We're just going to stream when yeah. we feel like it. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. But uh, in terms of other game related stuff, uh, there's this uh, active shooter game Oof. that's uh, coming out. I don't think it's, it's not out, out yet. yet. Yeah, it's supposed not to out come yet. out in like June or something. Uh, it's honestly, I think it's really fucked up. It's a fucking game where you can play as a school shooter. Yeah, you choose. They're they're the like trying to yeah. you know mediate the situation because it's getting a lot of negative attention right now, obviously, obviously. and it should be. Um, but they're like, well, you know, you get to choose whether you want to be a member of the SWAT team that's trying to take down the shooter or you play as a shooter. So they're like, it's up to you. It's like, obviously, this game is... Nah, just shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's a Steam game. It's like some random, like, fucking indie developer that yeah, has, like, a bunch Steam. of, like, crappy... It's not Steam or Valve who is developing the game. It's just yeah, like you... I've seen a lot of articles, like not know what the fuck's going you on think with that. of steam as like the store you go to pick the game up at it's not the actual like developer or anything though i hope that they i hope that they fucking take block it this. down like, I, I don't want them to have it and i hope they take action on and i it. get it it's gonna start inciting a lot of like well what game should we allow up and what game should we not allow you know like there's violence in a lot of video games i'm still one of those people that doesn't think and like statistics have shown this that like you know violent video games are not the cause of these things this is also there's i think that i think but this is like literally you're playing out an exact thing that is becoming such an epidemic in our fucking country right now and i just feel like it's really not cool to have this going well, on right i don't now. think like i don't think that like games are directly correlated to like causing like you know violence i do think that like there's like a moral fucking line that you yeah. shouldn't cross and like i think that the gaming industry as a whole has many moral lines that they have crossed that they need oh, to reevaluate yeah. but like this one like back in like i don't remember what year it was it's like 2008 or something like that modern warfare 2 came out and there's this uh, scene where you play as a Russian terrorist and you shoot up an airport. Oof. Like, and that was like, you know, I mean, I know it's been like seven and years I really, since 9 11, I, I mean, but like at that point, like, that was the edgy yeah, thing to do. Now it, it's like going to be edgy to have like school shooting simulations. It's even so that, fucked up. Like, I don't even think should be around anymore. Like, it probably shouldn't have even existed. I didn't realize like the impact of it at the time when I, like, I played it 
Yes. And like, I didn't realize the impact of like what this is, you know, portraying at right. the time. I now I don't think it should exist. Like I, it's just like we have to make a decision here whether or not we want to protect. Like I think that there's just like a moral fucking line. I think it's like with games like this, it's like it's up to the people that are like housing the games, like Steam, to be like, mm, don't want that on our platform. You know, like let these fucking dumbass indie developers like just have this shitty like eight bit game on like a website that you'd have to like go to or whatever yeah. and like have a paywall or whatever because like. A- Ads, you know, like let it like let it yeah. be like a little bit harder to fucking get because I, I mean, first of all, it looks like shit. All of their games, like you can tell, this is just like some random. That's person. the that's the new way to do. PUBG made it possible that you could just launch games and like the lowest like early alpha stage and. You're okay. Yeah. I mean, Steam has a lot of random shit. Steam has a lot of When you look through Steam, you're just like, there's so much random crap on here. Yeah. But like... There's hidden gems, but... There are hidden gems, man. Yeah. Um, But yeah, speaking of PUBG, so there's some like shit going on. Yeah, we're going through all the gaming shit right now, guys. I know, but... but uh, It it leads to a different conversation. (laughs) PUBG is suing... The developers of it are suing Epic, who is the developer of Fortnite, uh don't really know the specifics yet and i don't think anybody really knows the specifics of the lawsuit but everybody is it's essentially over intellectual property like it's too similar to their game you know yeah that PUBG like made this fucking style game or something like that and like fortnite is stealing elements from it and like it's total bullshit like yeah because like you first of all the type of game that we're talking about is like a battle royale game which in and of itself, the term Battle Royale is coming from a piece of media. It's from a Japanese movie, if I'm correct, that was of the name Battle Royale. And then Hunger Games is like basically based that. off of that. And but then like Hunger this like Games, dystopian young people yeah, version. Yeah, Hunger Games basically popularized all of this shit. And then like... It's at, so wild that Hunger Games has like inspired this like type of gaming. And then there have been multiple games that have come out. There, There's not just Fortnite and PUBG. There's a whole Isn't bunch of other... Isn't there a game called Battle Royale? Or something, something island? I... I can't remember the name of it, but it was like it. This game literally copied uh, Hunger Games. There's like a central like cornucopia essentially, and there's like the scoreboard in the sky Wild. and like smoke, poison smoke. Like they literally were just like, let's just take Hunger Games and make it a game. And that I've played before PUBG. Like, okay. So, so PUBG is not the first person person they're not the first people to come up with this and like, even game type. like if they were it's like okay we have call of duty and battlefield and like medal of honor and like all these other how war many shooters, platformer you know? games have come after mario exactly also is mario the first platformer yeah probably um, right there could be like a really 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 old game that i'm not thinking of probably Probably. But, like, think about how yeah. many fucking games. Like, I've been playing this game called So Many Me or So Many Mine. I so think. Many Me. Yeah. yeah. That's on Xbox. You literally play as a fucking, like, green blob, and it's very cute. <laughs> like, it's just really no, hard me, Everyone's like, solving. oh, I want to yeah. play this, like, school shooter simulation. I'm like, what's the cutest blob I can play as? <laughs> like, literally, that's what I look for in a game. I either want, like, this, like, really deep, enriching storytelling, or I just want to be cute as fuck. And there's, like, no in-between. Yeah. Except for Nancy Drew is kind of in-between. <laughs> um, but that's, like, just, like, a straight-up, you know, 
it has different unique elements to it for it being a platformer. It's almost like a mixture between a platformer like Mario and like Snake, if you will, because you're somewhat yeah. kind of it's it's confusing. It, it, it's hard to it's got its own unique mechanic. Yeah, but like you know that that's obviously like roughly inspired by like Mario, and like that just comes from like that you know it's 2018, and at this point it's very hard to come up with something now that is going to be like never like, before seen. I think of the, the argument that was before PUBG versus Fortnite, like a year or two ago was overwatch versus Battleborn, which were two hero shooters as they're oh. called that both released like within the same week of each other. And Overwatch just completely smoked Battleborn. Like they, I don't even I've never even heard of that. Yeah, one. I know. Like it was like dead on arrival. Like nobody was buying. Everybody was playing uh, Overwatch. Like well, and why? They tried just difference in game mechanics and just graphics like, and stuff. Yeah, and plus Blizzard, who makes Overwatch, like they just made a better game and they you know they marketed it better and everything and they like the battleborn developers that ended up like switching to like a free-to-play model and everything right and like so like it's not like those and then now there's more hero shooters and, and also it's think not- about like telltale games you know they started the chain of the decision-based story games yeah life is strange is basically like it's a better telltale game. yeah like people are doing it better yeah (laughs) which is not to say that i'm not still super excited to fucking conclude the walking dead of course but like after i've been like spoiled with all these other decision-based games like it's just there's no contest but i mean and that's all based off of extremely old text-based adventure games which were literally just text on like your old windows 95 which came from books there used to be read your own adventure books where you're like you flip to certain pages depending on the choice that you make there's all a lineage yeah you know i mean like okay for example like i've seen this happen so much online if not in the you know video game industry but like holy shit like the beauty community like someone drops an eyeshadow palette whether it be an influencer or a brand or an influencer's brand, and it's just like you know, this it's all the same now. And it's lines are blurred. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I know. And then it's just like, oh my god. Well, you know, Urban Decay did that in 2011 with a twist, and there's Bobby Brown n- neutral. Like you and know, what I, I mean? it's just I like I think in the world of makeup that there's oh, a, yeah. there's a big. I would say limitation because there's only so many like colors and stuff that like especially for like nudes and like yeah like, you you can't invent a new color you can invent a color story like I remember reading a news story the other day that like some scientists found a new shade of blue and everybody was flipping the fuck out about it because we haven't found like a new fucking shade of a color in forever or that's something cool so I- like. You know, there's only so many places you can go. I know, but it's like for that, it's just it's so wild because like at this point, you know, first of all, I think it's always this is just like an eye roll thing at the beauty community in general, but it's always like <laughs> isn't it always? <laughs> it is, but it's cuz it's like people get so mad when a brand is new and they're a brand new brand and they come out with something neutral and it's like we they're like, "Oh my god, we've seen this done like a million times." And it's like you have to understand that like most people are buying neutral stuff because they're going yeah. to work, they're going to school, they're, you know... Your first product, unless you know you've got something Unless your that's, niche is being bright or whatever, and, like... Or, like, you know that, like, you have something that's so unique that you, like, have market research to know that it's, like, going to, like, strike an interest. Like, you need to have things that have a baseline popularity across... Amongst the, the most 
people yeah, that are because buying you need the to product. build up like a revenue base so that way you can adventure out and do new stuff. Like personally, like say I was making a makeup brand right now, which I am not. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> oh damn it! I thought the rumors were true. <laughs> I probably as a person that. I think my my favorite types of makeup products are like complexion based products like primers, highlights that are creams, cream blushes, cream bronzers, like cushion foundations, those kinds of complexion products. So I probably would not launch like an eyeshadow palette first thing. I would probably launch some sort of range of complexion products. Kind of like I would say Glossier is more in tune to like what I would do. Like Glossier doesn't have an eyeshadow palette. They have like all cream stuff, uh, which is why, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make a fucking makeup line. You know what I mean? But like, that's what they did. And that yeah. would be more in tune with like something I would probably make myself. Um, but like, you know, obviously you're trying to cater your shit to the most people that you can possibly cater it yeah. towards so it's like the the new way of inventing things now is going to be inventing a unique formulation unique packaging or unique color story and like things that i can think of for that like um you know a unique color story would be like for example i mean i thought it was pretty unique you could clock me if i'm wrong but i thought like abh's modern renaissance palette like it's a neutral palette but like very very different it had like that you know it has like all of these really cool like renaissance fucking shades that are used from like old classical art styles and the renaissance era of paintings it was just such a unique concept behind with all of the naming of everything and the colors and you don't really see a lot of those colors yeah. now you're starting to see them more they kind of like stepped off this yeah. chain of like everything needs to be like a rust or a like venetian red or whatever the fuck <laughs> you know so like all of these things are happening now Also, just like uh, advancing in like you know making it vegan and making it allergy friendly right. and all the, like things like that. that packaging that, is pretty much like the thing and I know people are like oh packaging doesn't matter but like sometimes packaging being unique can make the application better like I mean I've seen it go the other way too honey where <laughs> is my makeup brand that comes up that all packaging is made of 100% post consumer recycled product you know slash can it be compostable yeah, where is that brand? If you if you start up that brand, I guarantee you you get a lot of fucking traction because it's very eco-friendly. Yeah. Exactly. And it would bring up a conversation about like waste in like the beauty community. Like that's what you were saying with um the Laneige lipsticks that I've been doing. Yeah. Like they're they're packaged in such a unique way for application purposes. But then like I think of things like I remember Benefit came out with this like gel eyeliner that like came out of a tube with like an angle on it. And it was like meant to be able to like draw a wing without having to use like a brush dipped into a gel liner pot, but it like applied like crap. It like I could yeah. not get yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. to work. And then other brands that that's another thing too you'll see in the beauty community and like they're not getting clocked like this you know what i mean like you'll see in the beauty community someone will come out with like one product and then everyone copies it like one person's like hey let's do a highlighter palette of all duochrome highlighters and then boom every fucking what about brand the unicorn trend that it, it's not just makeup that was like starbucks so it was like literally oh, every everything every single thing you could imagine was like hey unicorns they're hot right now but let's i think do it was like was know? it two-faced that like tried to have like a lawsuit because of like unicorn stuff they thought they like invented had, that like, which like was totally fake yeah know. it was something like that but like they weren't the first people like unicorns that. are obviously not your creation because they've been around in like fairy tale and shit forever. Yeah. So, like who patented 
the word and that i think about that with like other like art i've seen online and like merch um i mean fuck i I even have like people being like oh my god you stole your art from this person because like watercolor styles look very similar or whatever and like it's it's fucking totally baseless and bullshit like if an artist came to me and was like rachel like this piece that you made looks like a replica of mine i would take that claim seriously these are just people that are like trying to like ruin my piece or whatever i don't fucking know they just need something to be upset about but this is just the online community but i think about like for example who like has anyone patented the phrase nasty woman yet because i see like so many brands use that in like merch makeup bags shirts hats like yeah and it's just the same fucking quote and it might be in a different font you know what i mean like how like when when is it intellectual property I think it's like also, when, when I think of like like I remember it was a few years ago Zara they were like straight up taking someone's like pins the exact the exact color design like they essentially traced it was like completely obvious that it was traced and they were selling it you know Zara prices or whatever the fuck and like that you know that's fucked up and then I know that there are brands like Urban Outfitters that does that and then Urban Outfitters also hires artists to make art for their shit so it's very like there's a difference between like completely like stealing there's a stealing then there's also licensing um, cause like a lot of the stuff that's sold at like Urban Outfitters, Anthropology, like those things are licensed by Somebody's artists, stole- but some of it is stolen. Yeah. Like it's a mess. Somebody still has to fucking explain to me how Harry Potter, like Etsy shit works. Like, I know. I, I, I gotta know, like, does anybody out there like have ever made, sold stuff that's like obviously Harry Potter inspired and like. What 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 do they own? What do they allow? I feel like they're it's, just very loose. With, I feel like, like it's you have to like technically you need to get the licensing, but like people are doing it and not getting in trouble. Like I made a painting, which like was the subject of this whole like oh my god you stole this art or whatever. Like I looked at a reference photo of like I looked at different photos of real live fucking otters because I've never painted an otter before because I did Hermione's like Patronus. This is by the way not it was not sold on my store. It was just a gift from my friend. So like I painted like the back of Hermione's head based off of the back of her hair in movie one and because like she has bushy hair yeah, in that movie sure of that only. and like kind of like imagining book Hermione yeah because like, like I wanted to paint her like I imagine she Emma kept Watson. the bushy yeah. hair the whole time you <laughs> yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. and like whatever so and I get it maybe Emma Watson was like honey please stop crimping my hair <laughs> you know like you don't think about that like she was probably like please put down the curling iron I don't want to be bald by the time I'm finished with this True. series <laughs> like does Daenerys wear a wig I think so okay god bless because that poor woman's scalp <laughs> Amelia Clark I'm praying for your scalp but it's like where are the lines there it's like first of all that wasn't like a sold piece so that's because that's the thing like i've had people ask me like are you gonna sell harry potter related things and i've thought about it man like i'd love to make um harry potter house bookmarks i'd love to make i was making replica wands of everybody's wands for different christmas gifts for all of my friends and like i'd love to put those up on my shop but i'm just so afraid of like getting in trouble because like technically that is someone else's art like there was someone that drew the conceptualized design of what the wand looked like that became a prop just like someone conceptualized and drew what the otter looked like as a patronus with all the blue shit that i used as my inspiration for that painting like yeah where and i don't i literally like i have so much harry potter merch too like we have mugs that have like other people's art that we bought from other you know etsy stores society six and i just don't know how people even like do we it. have 
uh, I've got a fucking mug that has Bo from Animal Crossing on it. And but it's someone's drawing And we Bo. have uh, Brewster's mugs that are like in a Starbucks logo Which is not thing. only like, like an Animal Crossing licensing, but it's also Starbucks. Yeah. Also, so, you've seen so many like riffs on a Starbucks logo. Like how do these things, I just don't know how it all works. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like with Harry Potter specifically, it's like at a level where like they couldn't enforce it even if they wanted to. Because it's so and, massive. And they would just look like villains. They would just look well, like Well, yeah, because everybody remembers when Taylor Swift was going out there like taking people's Etsy stuff down, which like I understand to a point, but I also like, I don't know. It's part of having like a, a fan base. Like if someone was selling art with like, say someone, no one would ever do this, <laughs> but like say someone like on Etsy took like a quote that one of us said from this podcast and like illustrated like their interpretation of our podcast um cover art i'm just smirking at the thought of that, that. would never happen and if yeah. it are if if you're gonna do that now like i commend you for actually wanting to but like i would not be like oh man like they're making money off of like our shit whatever i don't know like we don't have a patent to our podcast name and like i'm not gonna lie like how many people like you could probably throw a stone and you'd be able to find like 10 other podcasts at least that have a similar vibe to ours that probably didn't even know ours existed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like there's always like, Oh my God, you, it's a direct copy. And it's like, you probably didn't even know that was out there. Like I, the whole idea of, like you said, intellectual property and like who owned what idea first is like, it's important to be like, yo, Target, you literally stole my exact design. What the fuck? That's yes. like, that's like one thing, but like the like when the fine bros were trying to do React World because right. they thought that they were the gods of React style videos and that went down in flames because like they just don't own that you know yeah you don't like, own people i think reacting. Our concept, that's what tv is like our concept the news of intellectual is property reacting. is so skewed the I, internet I makes know. it muddled too like yeah. if i think of like the react world thing i think of joel McHale's fucking show you know that's yeah. him literally doing that but it's on television him reacting to reality tv and other things and so um how does that work or were, like fucking Tosh john Point oliver was literally the soup like you know right. you remember that like and like also but a, an example of this where like i feel as though the people that were upset had every right to be milk and vine yes that book that came out where those they people copied two things yeah first they're completely like ruby cower should have been like what the fuck you know what i mean first of all and though i'm not gonna lie ruby cower is not the first person to write poetry in that kind of like typographical style i don't and like it's very i think silverstein-esque to be honest i like i think it's a combination of the style with the title and the cover and like oh yeah they literally stole those aspects of that that's what crosses the line and then they didn't credit a single person's vine and they made so much money that crosses a line yeah. They made so much money off that. And I've seen so many Viners be like, what the fuck? And like, it, it's not hard. Drew Gooden, who's the, the dude behind the Vine that's like, road work ahead. Mm-hmm. I watched his video about it. And he was like, you know, it wouldn't have been that hard for them to be able to look up who made each Vine Even and just, just credit them. Even just adding like the credit, like, the, like a dash 
yeah. turn good and whatever. Even though, but, honestly, like, they should all have royalties. <laughs> like, yeah, they should all be, be getting real. paid some sort of money from it. But, like, at least giving them, like, the quote there. Like, I've been quoted in books before. I actually have been a quote. Quotes of mine have been published in books about social media. And I've been interviewed and I've, like, accepted that I've, you know, I've signed a contract to be. I wasn't paid for any of, like, the publishing, you know, contents of the book yeah, like yeah, i wasn't yeah, yeah. paid for sales but like that's my quote but like it i would it, it would be fucked up if like they didn't put my name there but it's like my words you they know just what i mean said, like i don't know like a social media influencer saying, yeah and like, like or yeah. like say they took a quote from like my podcast or my old youtube videos or something and like speaking of youtube videos like i remember it's like a little while ago like my friend christy who is on youtube raw beauty christy like she came up with the idea completely on her own um, to do like a hits and shit. She's she's like has like a similar humor. Everybody vibe. has that the monthly favorites in that like and I've blank seen blank and blanks. I'm very like I will say I am still really like pat on the back about coining the hits and shits thing because yes. like there I see like hits and misses which is like classic, but I've seen like faves and unfaves and like there's just it's it's very hard to have something as catchy as that like i'm not gonna lie i feel pretty smug Hits about it like God knows. that was good yeah like there's all kinds of things that like don't rhyme and it's like whatever and like they work um yeah even nikki like in her first hits no god knows she literally it's my old username she's like i called ambrosia as the first one to do this and i'm like thanks and now like you would never know that it was me because no one even knows but i don't yeah, give yeah, a yeah. shit honestly i really don't so it's like to, but Christy to bring you back yeah you know. so Christy came up with this idea she's like I want to do monthly favorites so I want to call it hits and shits because she like swears in her videos and we have a very similar humor now I don't even like that idea she literally gave birth to in her own mind it just happens to be that I also had that idea years ago and so she went on YouTube which most people wouldn't even do this she went on YouTube and searched that phrase and saw all my videos and then she DM'd me and she was like hey like I saw like basically explaining all of that and she was just like you know is it okay if like I do that I completely understand like if you don't and I was like honey godspeed take it <laughs> do I don't it. give a I shit ain't here anymore. I, I think I said something like you know just like maybe like mention like in the first video that like you got the idea from you know or like just mention that I've done it because not for the sake of like I need credit because like I it's literally not that deep but I knew that people were going to be like oh my god you copied this from Rachel even though I don't care and I've even even had people try to like start shit with this they've with like tweeted me they're like that. did you know and i'm like yeah i totally allowed this totally gave her my blessing before she even filmed and her christy, first one christy called that out in the first one too just probably like to be like covering in the back like yes i got permission i know because people like, are yeah. like oh my god i you know you're not the first person that I invented this that smoky eye it's <laughs> it's a lot of the internet wrapping like. wrapping this all up it's good to be like watchdogs for like big corporations and shit like stealing and like for people doing literal copies like i still think milk and vine is fucked up but like i think that just they, they were like number one on itunes or yeah. not itunes um amazon books, books yeah for like so long i just think that like there's like it, it's it's blurry it's yeah. blurry it's so blurry yeah yeah and like I don't know. Do we think that PUBG has a case? I don't know. Especially I don't since they're not. Think so unless they like literally stole like technology or something, right? Like code that like, makes if, certain if things they, work. If they had patented like code or game mechanics or something, I don't know how it works. I honestly don't. But like, if they PUBG had done doesn't that, have that weird button that you press and you start dancing like in Fortnite. Yeah, bitch. there's no emotes. PUBG is yeah. just like you're in the dirt. 
I don't know. <laughs> what? Fortnite looks so different than I, PUBG. I think, honestly, like, to go back to that, like, it's a horrible idea for PUBG because PUBG is fucking losing to Fortnite bad right now. And this I just know, looks that's... like a fucking, like, please keep us relevant, take you yeah, down. Like, that's fucked. And, like, honestly, the reaction I've seen from everyone is just kind of like, wow, this is, like, they don't stand a chance. They have nothing to argue here. They didn't invent this genre. It, it sucks because, like, I, I personally still prefer playing PUBG over Fortnite. Right. But... You know. I feel like Fortnite, they went out of their way to make it it's look so, different. It, it is so different. It's, it's like, more campy. The, the, it's more like, I feel like they, yeah, it. cartoonish. And like the whole building aspect of it. It's a completely different game, even though like the core concept of it is still the same I thing. feel like, like the building aspect was almost like Fallout 4-esque. Yeah, yeah. It's like they took like elements of Fallout 4, PUBG, and then like, I don't know, maybe like a little Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, stuff like it's, that. It gives yeah. me a Sunset Overdrive so, vibe. I don't, I, I don't know the details of the case, but I don't think they have one. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens, and like if that's gonna fucking like put the nail in the coffin. Not that I think like no one's playing PUBG anymore. It's just they, like they you're not have, hearing. They have them. too much fucking money now to be like nail in the coffin. You're just not them. hearing about it anymore. I, and like no, they're not even in memes anymore. I'm just seeing yeah. every <laughs> every meme about Fortnite where they're just like. Fork life and Fortnite, <laughs> like everyone. <laughs> anyway, well, I think this is a good point to take a quick commercial break, and then we will be back with some interesting, more storyness about something we've discovered. <laughs> that was that such was, a long-winded ass way to so say. I, I was like, "How do I keep this vague? How do I keep this vague? How do I keep it vague?" <laughs> okay. Anyway, bye. Bye. Hey guys, so quick announcement. I am officially having my Pride launch on shoprwd.com. It's going up June 1st at midnight. Um, so it's going to be up for the entire month of June, which is Pride Month, if you didn't know. And I'm going to have three different phone backgrounds available for iPhone and Android. They are both 99 cents. Both, all three of them are 99 cents, honey. And they, all the proceeds from these backgrounds, which are all going to be different Pride-themed things, all the proceeds are going to the Trevor Project, so you can feel really good about spending your money on these things. Um, and also, while you're there, you might as well check out my store. This month, in the half, in the middle of the month, I'm going to be having a big sale on everything on the 12th because that is my anniversary of having my store, which is super cool. But yeah, definitely check out Pride Month on ShopRWD.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. Well, are you shocked? I don't think anybody is shocked, but uh, here we are, and uh, Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place, the premier spot, I'd say, to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. Are you guys sick of listening to our voices? Why not listen to, like, Amy Poehler read a book? Exactly. You know, we are not the only people putting audio content out there in the world, and I'm sure you are sick of us, so go listen to one of those books. <laughs> so you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. So we gotta talk about our favorite problematic fixer-uppers <laughs> <laughs> okay uh chip and joanna the you magnolia know, and fucks you know they don't they're not even on hgtv anymore their show is over and uh you were watching a video the other day of somebody that was going to waco 
and like oh shut up you know you love watching katie and john's yeah, fucking vlogs I don't love, act like you don't know I what i was watching it. he loves love them it, he loves debbie like, debbie oh my god desi and, desi and steven <laughs> i like mixed their names together <laughs> he loves them they're I like love, his favorite I love YouTubers. that squad that squad yeah everybody's no, a great. squad um but uh they went to waco and honestly like they blew my mind with and then we went online and we researched this all the fixer upper chip and joanna literal disney-esque empire that they have built and i don't know if you guys have ever looked into it but it's insane because it's been a while since i like caught up with their stuff like obviously the other day we were at target and we saw like the hearth and hand stuff which like i knew was going to be huge at target and the display was huge which we discussed also, update on that, I've had a lot of people message me saying that, like, they live in certain places that probably wouldn't be very LGBTQ friendly and also have zero pride displays at their targets. Um, that, so it target. is regional. Um, and there have been people that have messaged me being like, oh, it's only in the dollar bin. Oh, it's in the dollar bin and has its own aisle, etc." So just update on that story. Um, but, but anyway, like, I knew, like, from the show, they have the show. And I knew in that show they have, like, their big farmhouse and their silos. I knew that she had a store that sells, like, home decor like, and shit. When, the sto- when they started up, they already had Chip was a realtor. And, like, he had his own realty company. And they also and, had a contracting and, company. And they had a contracting company. And they also, like, Joanna had, like, a store. Yeah. So that's and what probably they had. is hired for, like, interior decorating. Yes. And they had all that stuff while they were doing the show. And then, like, as time grew, they built this up into literal fucking fixer-upper Disney World. Yeah. Like, and it, I had no idea about this. So, first of all on their property which is huge obviously they live in the middle of like tons of acres of farmland right so they have their farmhouse where they live whatever and then the silos are like this gigantic like silos sorry (laughs) i'm sorry it's like the epcot fucking orb now like it's It's so true that golf ball isn't a golf ball i don't don't honestly know someone tell me also can you see her from space i have questions (laughs) i don't think so um so that silos situation is like a gigantic like market of decor like it is a huge market with like different vendors and like they have like a food truck it's called like the silos and like called like the market and stuff they have yeah they have like 20 food trucks there's a bakery also and then they have a restaurant which i didn't even know they had a restaurant yeah and they also still probably have like the magnolia store and like they have like the magnolia homes really they have like 20 books yeah they've got real target line like their property and like all the stuff that you can do there is so much that they have literal houses that you can rent to stay in and how much a night were they i forget so there's like there's like two houses there's like a big estate that they renovated that's old and then there's a new one that they built up themselves the newer one is like a smaller thing and that was a thousand dollars a night now it does have like it seats seats (laughs) it's like eight people and it's like you get the whole house right but still it's a thousand dollars to have a stay that's like more expensive than disney like, I've never or, been to Disney, but or I'll take like your word as for it. expensive as Disney to go to Waco Land, like this Disneyland, Waco Land. I don't know what the fuck. I'm gonna like, call it Shiplap Land. Shiplap Land. That uh, doesn't really go off the tongue. Then the estate was like thirteen hundred dollars a night, and that was like twelve people could right. stay in that. 
But it's just like it's blowing my. I'm still shocked at like how they're so smart though. Th- they they have... took one HGTV show and they fucking ran and they. I mean, I know they were already successful in their own right before that show. But man. nobody like we were talking about it. Like Food Network has personalities. They 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 started off bringing in like well known chefs. Yeah, and then building them in the personalities. Now, and now we've got like some celebrities, and, and then stuff like and like they have a lot of success stories and people that are household names through yeah. that network. Like Guy Fieri came from their own in-house Next Food Network star show. He was the first winner. Yeah, yeah. so we've got him, and now he's got like eighteen shows. Blah blah blah. I mean, and Bobby, Bobby Flay, Flay has like a hundred shows. Bobby Flay was just a you know an American chef that won uh, Japanese Iron Chef. And then became all of this. Yeah. And, like, they, I mean, like, even everybody, like, knows the chop judges by name and shit like that. And so they have an Alton Brown and everything. Like, they have so many personalities. And it's, like, on HGTV, it's very hard to pick out personalities besides the Property Brothers. And so Chip and Joanna came in Fucking hot. and smoked them out Because it's the literally, water, like, right? the celebrities from HGTV are the Property Brothers, brothers chip and joanna and the voice of house <laughs> i was gonna say she's the biggest star of how and of I, god love like, her she's she's the best I she's love her. inspiring she's love that woman <laughs> um so like it's 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 their icons icons, icons. <laughs> they're pecans <laughs> um and it's wild and i was actually reading an article that like so I guess a lot of people, this is still while the show was running, um, a lot of people that got their houses done by Chip and Joanna, like, they started Airbnb-ing these homes, which, like, honestly, I'd fucking do that. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. But some of the people that did it, they were like, you know, we were getting too much attention. People were figuring out where we were, and they were, like, driving up to our house 24-7, like, at night, taking photos of our house, like, always asking questions, being around. Like, that would freak me out. And I remember, like, in my neighborhood where we had the person that won uh, Extreme, makeover, extreme home, home Makeover, their house, people would like slow down their car and like drive by. Cause it was the only, you just knew that's the Extreme Home Makeover house, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so, you know, I could understand that like that privacy violation would like really suck. So they were like, you know, because of that, we literally like moved and just started renting that house on Airbnb. And I guess Chip and Joanna were like not thrilled about it. So they like, since they like came out and they were like, you know, I understand why you would do that, but now they make like strict ass um, contracts when you get your house done by them that you can't like Airbnb it, God. which like I don't, I, I don't know. I I think it's like I feel like it's your fucking house, and I get yeah. it. I but get like, it. if you're paying for their services and also like the cost of like all the supplies and everything that go into this, then you absolutely should have the right to do whatever the fuck you want with it. And it's like, also like, I mean. You're gonna add your own flair to it too, you know. Like not it's not just like a it. museum of their shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But like, I, I'm. I just I, feel like it blurs the lines there, like on what you should be able to do with your own home. And they their excuse was just kind of like you know it ruins the authenticity of the show where like people are watching it to be like bitch, this is over. someone who <laughs> well yeah but this is someone who has their house renovated that they live in and so it's kind of like oh well they're just not even renovating the house that they live in it's just like their vacation rental I know that's thing. like a big problem that like the HGTV like suite of shows has already because like I remember seeing something about Love It or List It and like they would go on there get cheap renovations right right and then they would just sell the house because like the 
cost benefit was way better than if they had renovated themselves. And I remember when, of course, and I, I'm sure we've talked about this before, when Extreme Home Makeover did come to my neighborhood, the contract says that you can't sell your house for like five or six years. But like, I remember as soon as those years passed, they had a for sale sign. Yeah. I don't know if it ever sold. I should look that up. Honestly, I could imagine for that, that neighborhood, like, there's some like shoddy works craftsmanship that went into it as well i'm sure i'm sure but like also for that neighborhood and like how expensive it was compared to the other homes in the neighborhood i don't know like i don't i don't know if it i remember like people in our town i was a fucking kid so i didn't really know (laughs) home prices but i remember people being like you know they're they're asking price they're never gonna get anyone but i don't know if my like neighborhood has since like become you know who knows yeah who knows who knows (laughs) Uh, my mom like applied for Extreme Makeover Home Edition and like really I, yeah I didn't know this yeah and I um filmed the like uh like video please help us Ty yeah <laughs> shut please. up yeah what did yeah. you say I didn't say anything I was holding the camera oh you filmed it like I thought you were in the video no 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 like yeah. I know I did a horrible job with that. I bet. I don't even. Know <laughs> I don't even know if we ended up sending it off. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just curious. I could have been a great cinematographer. Oh my God, that's wild. I didn't know that. I can't believe I never brought that up. I mean, it ends up being like you are stuck with a house that's like way more. I remember like a lot of the the controversy with those homes were that like the people that were living in them couldn't really afford the upkeep and like the bills because they would always add like crazy electronic stuff that I'm sure like now in like 2018 wouldn't be happening. But like, I remember there were like homes where they added like the most wild electrical situations. Like everything had a TV screen, you know how the early 2000s were like and so a lot of people couldn't even keep up with their bills for like heating and electric and shit i remember one where like their child like had some uh illness that like they needed like purified air yeah and it was like temperature controlled as well and like so they built out this whole system which is like awesome but like i feel like that's one of those cases where like you can't upkeep with costs of yeah you know, those systems especially if the child has like a lot of like medical costs or whatever yeah yeah but i just yeah and then you're locked into this house that you can't sell for like five years yeah yep. this is the dark side of all those tv shows <laughs> the dark side house hunters has no dark side they're just fake they yeah, just it, they already just, just know completely it. fake yeah but, but it's still, still it. fun to watch bitch yep all right so i think we should go now to a couple questions all um, right i asked on my instagram and the first one says, did you guys have Wegmans when you lived in PA? I'm from New Jersey, or I'm from New York, and when people move or go off to college, it's the one thing they say they miss the most. It's an experience, I guess. So we didn't have one, like, where I grew up, but then when I became friends with Tess and all of them, like, I would go, because Tess used to work there and shit, and they had some bomb sandwiches. But it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it wasn't like, my place that I... Like, I don't miss it because I probably yeah. went, like, maybe, like, three times. Okay, so I did have a Wegmans nearby, and, like, Wegmans... I was talking about this before, how, like, um, Target's, like, they weren't, like, that close by. It was, like, a drive to go to a Target and stuff like that, so it was, like, it was like an experience to go to the Target. Okay. Like, you know, you, like, you spent a long time there. You're just, like, excited to go to the electronics That's section. how Ikea was for yeah. us, because it was so far away. And so... 
uh, with Wegmans, it was like, you know, we were going to, like, Giant, if any of you guys know that grocery store. That was, like, the main one we went to. But, Same. like, Wegmans was, like, the higher class, like, fancier grocery store. He spent a lot of time in, like, all I remember is that my dad, who is a, um, a civil engineer for, like, trains, he was really excited because they had, like, a little uh, electric train that was, like, running on a track, like, across the ceiling. Is that every Wegmans? I don't know. I feel like I would have remembered that. I, I don't know if it was. I, th- I thought it was, but, like, he was just really excited about that part. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, it was it was an experience. And it's just, like, it was moodier and, like, more, like, fancier looking than less, like, your regular Yeah, because, like, giant. we didn't have a yeah. Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's. We literally just had Giant. We also had Acme, which was, like, you went there when you were, like, desperate. Giant was, like, the other thing. And then we had, like... It was desperate. It really was. And then we had, like, a a food... I forget the name of it because it was constantly changing the name. But it was, like, by that, like, really classy Starbucks, you know, by Carlucci's. You know what I'm saying? Up in Yardley. There was, like, a... It's like a super fresh, super food, something like that. And that was, like, the bougie grocery store that, like, we went to for, like... Fun. Yeah, yeah. But like Target was not an experience for us because it was literally down the street, and I also worked there, yeah. so it wasn't. We didn't. It lost even, a lot of its luster. We didn't even have like a Target for a long time. Like that was nearby. Um, it was probably like in middle school or like early high school when it was like done and you could go. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, it was the one across from the movie theater I used to yeah, work yeah, at. Yeah. yeah, that one. It was like newer. Because like, we didn't have a Walmart. We never went to Walmart because it was also like a drive and like my mom is that bitch. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> no. So we never went there either. And it was also far away. Yeah. Uh, next question is, what is your favorite summer snack? Oh. Uh, I'm going to say mine is... Like watermelon and cantaloupe. Yes. Like a know, good, fresh, juicy cantaloupe. Bitch. Give me a fucking wedge of a watermelon and let me dribble it all over the place. Okay. And I'm good to go. Like, yeah, I would say I agree with that. Yeah. Um. Also, <laughs> a popsicle. Typically, a lime oh. popsicle. No, you know those things you buy them in like packs of like 700, and they're just like tubes of sugar that the ice f- pops that cut yeah. your mouth. Yes, those are actually my favorite summer snack. In pink. Yeah, like... Pink, red, blue. All right, so my house, my mom's house used to be, like, the house for all the neighborhood kids to hang out at. And, like, so um, she would buy those packs of those things all the time. And so we would always fight over getting the blues and the greens and the pinks. And all that would be left at the end would just be oranges and purples. Orange is good, though. Then it would be like when we got down to that, then it would be like you Only know, purple oranges, was left. and then just purple was left. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Those are my favorite summer snack. We should get some. No, I shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. My skin would not be happy. My heart would say yes. My skin would say no. Exactly. <laughs> um, what mu- music? What music have y'all been listening to lately? Uh, I don't so know. Ray LaMontagne had his new album come out. True. Yeah. That's uh, Florence's Rad. new song that just came out. Yeah, Jason's song that came out. I mean, honestly, I just listen to the same shit we that I've been like, listening to for like twenty years. I yeah. don't. I'm so boring. And I, like music for me, like in the home, like I just listen to the same stuff. Not that I don't like it or anything like that. Like, I've just, I've grown to like it over the years of our relationship. And, like, I have never had, like, the strongest opinion on, like, 
I listened to fucking Linkin Park and that was it. Like, <laughs> you know, like that. It'll be like, it's very rare when like Chris will bring me a song and then like, I'm like, ooh, interesting. Chris yeah. heard something and liked it. You know what I mean? Because you usually don't care, which like, I think it's because you were never like pushed to be a more musically inclined yeah, person exactly. and like i want you to get there like i've actually been like teaching chris when we have time guitar because we don't have a piano and i know right, that you yeah, really want trombone it's not happening guys i know that's what i wanted <laughs> but <In an> uh, <laughs> my arms just, just they're just not long enough yet <laughs> um, you think now that you're 26 your arms aren't long enough <laughs> maybe maybe i can give maybe. it a shot but uh, I want to learn piano. That's the end goal. That's what I want. If I had an instrument to play, that's like something I've been interested in for a while. And so like we have a guitar. Yeah. And so like I've been like, well, let's do that. And then maybe I can get a keyboard. Even though they're so different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know a single thing about music though at all. So like anything is a good step in the right direction. You yeah. know what I mean? I get you. Okay. So we're going to end this off with two different things. One is another follow up from last episode. A lot of you guys let us know that soap operas are named after the fact that these were like radio shows that started off as radio shows that were sponsored by soap brands for the housewives that makes so and much that sense name stuck okay so if y'all were wondering that's what it's from thank you to everybody who let us know about that uh it must be pretty common knowledge yeah it's like so many people yeah, tell us a lot of people like, let us know and i feel really dumb yeah i was like i guess i just <laughs> i mean it could have been an easy wikipedia search but also i like to get the I like to ask the audience. Yes. Um, we if love. If I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I'd call would... y'all up. Yeah, exactly. You kidding me? Uh, and then the last question is, what type of noodle gets you guys jazzed? And then they said, <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, I swear, if no one says fettuccine, silly. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, a nice parfait? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Um, um, okay. Though seriously, the though, most jazzed. Popperadelli. Oh my god. Those wide, thick noodles. You see my hand right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, you are they're really just, reaching. They're so wide, man. They have no reason to be wide. They're <laughs> like ribbons of beautiful. I just love a nice, thick boy. Okay, I'm going to say that in terms of long boy noodles like that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's <laughs> do long boys and short boys. Yeah, long boys and short boys. So long boys, I will say the fettuccine. I love a fettuccine Alfredo. We have a uh, vegan substitute that is fucking amazing. When are we making that? <laughs> we got to make that soon because I'm so in the mood for it. But uh, fettuccine, she's great in terms. Of, so your long boys, popper delis. Yes. Now short boys. You know, you would think that, you know, the farfales, which are the bow ties, are fun. But I personally am not, like, the biggest fan because the inner part of it never cooks to, like, the same level Almost as, like, the like wings. Almost like how you know? the wings. I like kind of, like, how much chew the middle has. Um, I, I don't personally enjoy it. I would pick... Gets me the most jazzed. I is fucking boring, but I would pick a rigatoni. Fuck, that was what I was going to say. Because like, I like it more than a penne because penne. it's like a little wider girthy yeah. <laughs> and you can stick your tongue in it, which like, I love what's it. not jazzy about that? <laughs> I love it when I'm testing to see if a noodle is done and the hot water pours out of the center hole and onto my tongue and it burns me. That's my favorite part. That gets me pretty jazzed. <laughs> I also love a nice gnocchi. Is, uh, I guess you could qualify that even though it's more what like are those a stuff like discs that kind of like act like suction cups you know oh, what I'm talking about? oh my god oh my god 
Wow, I feel like an idiot. Is it like Capellini like, or something? No. Like that. Uh, oh my god, that's a spaghetti. I don't know. I don't know. I don't fuck, know. Fuck, it's called a Giada Orchetti or whatever the Orchetti. fuck. Orchetti, yeah, those are really cool. Or shitty. <laughs> we love her. <laughs> yeah, those little nibbles. They're cute. I love a nice little shell. A wagon wheel. Oh my for god. that like Oregon Trail vibe. I mean elbows for mac and cheese. Nah. No. Fucking elbow. Yeah. Honestly. What about a knee bow? <laughs> what? What is Oh never mind. I was about to ask what? The... I was like, what is the elbow of the knee? It's literally the knee. I'm so stupid. Oh my god. And to think I exist like this. I don't know. Chris is angrily yeah, we just writing gave us our down. podcast title. <laughs> yeah, like what else are we gonna call it? Or shitty? Get fucking taken down. Honestly, uh, thank God iTunes doesn't give a shit about advertiser friendly. They well, they don't pay us. We they, have advertisers. Uh, they um, bleep out like fuck and stuff in yeah. titles, but like I don't care. So you, you don't put those? I always oh, thought I you wrote that in. Oh no, I do. I write them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, never mind. <laughs> this well, show is rated M, guys. It is. Yeah. It's explicit. Yeah, that's what you do on iTunes. It's yeah, explicit. it's not M. Whatever. <laughs> For mature audiences Who only. the fuck does? All right, I think we need to end this shit. Um, um, yeah, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, <laughs> All the usual suspects. Get your glass. I'm glass? I'm ready. It's a mug. I know. It's a me, a mug. Okay, bye. Okay, benches, so I feel like I transition into bench time the same exact way every single episode. Yep. Okay, benches. Uh, so this week, since we talked about the Magnolia Empire, uh, this is what you guys are ordering from their empire. And we are not feeding the machine. This is you so know? wild. This is too much, honestly. We're starting off with Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who is getting the willow stem. Courtney is getting a Cora wood tray. Jackie Goldfarb's getting some gold moss. Emily Sweeney is getting a Magnolia sweatshirt. Melanie Weldon is getting the It Is Well shiplap sign. I am here for the shiplap fucking branding. And you're going to hear that a lot. Shannon Shires is getting a shiplap shirt. Kimberly Proza is getting a Proteus stem. I'm assuming that's a flower. Sarah Booth is getting a body brush. Emma Corbeil is getting a Corinne copper glass vase or vase. Angelica Feliz is getting the Anna vase. Madeline Young is getting the You Got This wall badge. Joanna Tartaglini is getting a Tarian cuff. AJC is getting assorted berry baskets. <laughs> Jake Bauer is getting a banana leaf. Valerie Molina is getting a Molly vase. Teague Phillips is getting a tea honey dip. Lily Rose is getting the rose milk bath soak. Norma Ortiz is getting the Nora Zinc Vessel. Winter Russell is getting a metal windmill. Wow. Brooke Renee is getting the Brookie Bag. Savannah Policier is getting a sage bush. Joshua Kurtman is getting a keepsake journal. Chantal Piot is getting a chalkboard plant marker. Catherine is getting a canvas and leather apron. Bridget Carey Davis is getting a Brie Baker. Colby Rhymes is getting an egg collecting apron. I can't. <laughs> Haley Boucher is getting a giant book of creativity. Jake Parker is getting the Lily Park teal rug. Renee Medina is getting the embossed metal medallion. Ryan Har is getting the Harrison lantern. Grandma's getting the Grant clock. Sophie Aramillo is getting the Jar O matches. <laughs> Emily Milligan's getting the Milo pillow. Chelsea Grundy is getting the Grow Old Together sign. And Haley Welsh is getting the Life Well Loved sign. Stephanie Lee is getting the Stella Hanging Pot. Jane Thompson's getting the Janelle Vase. 
Kayla Bean is getting the Best Kitchen Basics book. Brandy Robbins is getting the Brass-Rimmed Flower Bucket. Michelle Cox is getting the Mint Ceramic Colander. Rebecca Max getting the Macaroon Matching Games. Interesting. Joanna Jensen is getting the Jessica Basket. Leslie Wright is getting the Cotton Wreath. Gwen Stowe is getting the Stoneware Spoon Rest. There's always a Stoneware yep. Spoon Rest. <laughs> Kat Schultz is getting a Shiplap Paint Color. They literally have paint color called Shiplap. Jason Gonzalez is getting the Goat Salt and Pepper Shakers. Lindsay Torlina is getting the Meredith Linen Tea Towel. Jess Adams is getting the Adjustable Leather Bracelet. Daisy Blossom Dottie is getting a Demo Day Hat. I gotta go. Kennedy Rochelle is getting a rattan basket. Taryn Parker is getting the Garden Party paint color. Lutzi is getting a log vase. Sony Vaz Brun is getting a soda bottle carrier. Fiona is getting the Finley wall clock. Stephanie Oliver is getting an olive stem. Juanita Carr is getting a carved wood bowl. Cassandra Lee is getting a sandy bud waist vase. Was that a typo? It's supposed to be vase. Either way, uh, you're getting a bud. Avery Labelson is getting lamb's ear stem. Liz Holbrook's getting a Holloway ivory rug. Madison Greer is getting the local greenhouse paint color. Chloe Ireland's getting the cloudy gray paint color. Flowers. Color. <laughs> Caitlin Whalen is getting a Waco shirt. Dana Daly is getting the Demo Day paint color. It's literally a paint color, too. <laughs> Vlynn is getting the vintage style knobs. Mackenzie Knight's getting a Flora macrame hanger. And Rachel Evans is getting the Evan basket. Is that not the wildest shit you've ever they heard? They know their brand. The rest of you guys are fucking, I would say, jute rugs. Because <laughs> that just seems pretty lit, you know? They're just all pieces of shiplap. You're like. all jutes in my heart. We've got Samantha Grace. Pavitra Suresh. Jocelyn Fry. Hermione. Ishbel Mendez. Neve Cavanaugh. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. So happy demo day to all y'all shiplaps. Uh, and uh, <laughs> fix this. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye.